0: Welcome to The O Show, your number one podcast for everything training, mindset, and nutrition. I am your host, Ora McCurry, and it is my goal to help you access the best information around to allow you to kick ass in the gym, in the kitchen, and most importantly, in your head. Between my own experiences and those of my amazing guests, I'm confident we will do that. So let's strap in and level up your life starting right now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening guys. Welcome to today's episode of the O Show and I have on a returning guest. We have Mr. Neil Shoney Mack, who you will have known from season two, where he came on to speak about his experience growing Scotland's first ever and his biggest ever uh, fitness expo. So Neil has decided to come back on the podcast and he's literally jumped on with three minutes notice. Because I made a cock-up and told him the wrong day. And I messaged him saying, bro, we're podcasting today. And he said, oh, bro, had it in for tomorrow, but um, let's jump on right now. So thank you, mate, for jumping on on short notice. Oh, all good, all good. I, I literally just
1: came out of the gym and I was like <laughs> just sat on the couch. And then I like opened up my phone and you had messaged me. It was like one minute ago. And then I opened it up and you were like, we still podcasting. I was like... <laughs> Did I get this wrong? Uh, but yeah, all good. I was about to crack on with like an hour uh, an hour of work anyway, so this is a, a
0: super productive way to use it. Nice, man. Nice. I appreciate that. So, mate, let's fill everyone in on who is Neil Shoney Mac. If they missed that first episode, they might actually go back and listen to it now. I can't remember what number it was, but it was midway through the second season. Um, give us a brief rundown of who you are and how you got to where you are now sitting sitting happy in new york and uh living the dream man <laughs> well uh, i'm neil sony mac and um after
1: university i i went completely off tangent from anything that i studied not that i actually went to class or anything just had a really good time for three years uh but then went into business straight away uh, launched scotland's biggest ever fitness exhibition Ran that for four years before selling it to uh, Scotland's biggest uh, events company. And during that process, it turned out that I put myself in the worst position on earth, (laughs) as far as I was aware at the time. Anyway, I'm sure there's a million different uh, worst ways on earth uh, to be. But in my life, I had never experienced anything as brutal as signing your life away for hundreds of thousands of pounds when you've got nothing in the bank and uh, you think everybody will buy the dream that's in your head of this massive event and it's going to be amazing. And then nobody wants to buy a stand and nobody wants to buy a ticket. And so I very quickly (laughs) had to either, you know, (laughs) I could end it. That genuinely was a thought process or I could go bankrupt and have complete embarrassment at 21 years old. Or the third solution was to, look for people who had solutions i could learn from and so i went down the route of learning every single thing that i could learn about marketing so that i could turn this thing around in this sort of five or six months that we had when we hadn't sold a single stand hadn't sold a single ticket and we needed to sell 120 stands and we needed to sell thousands of tickets to make this thing work and that ended up with uh with having that turnaround literally the one thing that i learned on a youtube video i turned that into the first stepping stone that created a catalyst that uh ended up with our headline speaker which ended up with using um that name if you will to get our first uh, stand over the line and then we used that name to get other stands over the line and when we had our speaker in our stands then we could sell tickets and it nice. ended up snowballing from there and uh people found out very quickly that where every other exhibition of this size was ran by bigger companies. And they were typically using uh, billboards, magazine articles, newspapers, radio advertising, TV advertising, all of the traditionals that cost tens of thousands of pounds just to test out. Very hard to measure. We were just using free social media, really low cost email marketing and Facebook ads because you could track money in versus money out. And when that word got around, some of the exhibitors started asking me if I would run Facebook ads for them and email marketing and social media. And uh, it was a friend of an exhibitor that asked me to run my first ever campaign. We opened up a gym uh, in Glasgow, helped them launch. And we spent £4,000 on ads. We returned £297,866 of membership sales. That snowballed into a word-of-mouth business. We did consultancy for two or three years. And then when we didn't have any space for any consultancy clients, I got asked, can you create a course? So I created a course, ended up in the coaching space. Even though I did it super, 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 super broadly, we just attracted coaches. Like it was coaches more than anything. And coaches were always coming our way. And I think it was probably because a lot of people knew me from the health and fitness space, from running SFM back in the day. And then we realized that, you know, of all the coaches, <laughs> it's mainly health, fitness and wellness, you know, and we had never said that. It just, that's what we were attracted in all the time. So that's why, even though we work exclusively with coaches as like a bracket term, you know, from, you know, inside the private coaching, it's 95 to 97% health, fitness and
0: wellness bracket. Yeah. Um, I would say the coaches are. So that's where, that's where we are now. Awesome, man. Awesome. And to give a bit of background, when we done the last podcast, I was not a client of yours in, in the private coaching. In fact, I didn't even know you did that site. I thought you only done consulting and we spoke all about the SFN. And somewhere through the interview, you mentioned that you're now doing this and you've got the private coaching. And It just launched in my head where, you know, I was like, hey, what's, what's he doing? And I kept an eye out on your socials and you're putting out good content. And then, I jumped into the free ads bootcamp that you do. I'm pretty sure you still do them, right? Yeah. 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 We, so we I... still
1: do them pretty frequently. Not as many in this year, but just because we've had so many things p- piling up like one after the other, but yeah, we still do them.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So that 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 was my intro to it. And I had a different business mentor. My thoughts with business mentors up until I joined with you was that you know go with somebody take all their knowledge or take what you need from them I guess and then you know have a time you go without and like do your own thing I, I thought right let's jump into this ads boot camp let's see how we go I think I'd sign up for your private coaching before the ads boot camp even even started I jumped on a <laughs> call and literally jumped in and it's literally been incredible from my point of view in terms of how you run things so let's just Go a bit into that about why your coaching and the private group and everything is different, in your opinion, to what other business coaches offer.
1: Well, I only have what I get told by a lot of people. I mean, because because I I haven't been in the coaching scene uh, for as long as a lot of other coaches in the sort of business marketing space. Um, I mean, I've been in the coaching space for four years now. It's a relatively long time, but most people have been in seven, eight, nine years now. So, you know, there's a bit of no like and trust there behind it. So if you actually looked in our members, I would say that there is an absolute minimum of 50% where they've had at least one business mentor, but it's very common that they've had two or three before they've actually ended up with us. And it's a very common thing for us to hear the type of thing that, that you said to us about this being completely different um, and what what we usually get told, because I'm curious and I'm like, it's not it's nothing against any, anybody else and everybody has their own thing. And there's like the other business mentors, you know, they've all got their own strategies and everything. And it's all cool. Um, but we typically get told that, well, first of all, our empathy for, for the clients is completely different. Like they always say the difference maker for for you guys is you actually seem like you care for a start. That's what we get told. Um, So that's always a starting point for it. um, And our obsession with, with the client as a human being as a person and focusing on their happiness and not just the money. Mm -hmm. And we've got no problem with helping people raise their income. Um, But we, it's not as sexy to sell it, but we know that the ultimate goal for us is having a happier coach than, than when the coach came in. One thing we can help with is predictability of the leads and sales that are coming in, which reduces stress. It also increases income, which gives them more uh, freedom and um, ability to provide for their families. So we think that's a big part of it, but we also just want like people to enjoy their coaching businesses and enjoy the communities that they're within. And we've created a very safe space where people can be very honest about how they're feeling at any given time, which is a a big part. people certainly don't feel scared or pressured by myself or anybody that works within the team success coaches or otherwise even the sales team are like there's no pressure you've been through that process yeah. it's very much like hey this is this is what it looks like do you need time do you want to go away there's no overcoming objections there's nothing there's nothing like that we make sure that every single person in there really wants to be in there yeah and i think that
0: makes all the difference to uh, to the community overall yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. And yeah, for me, I, I'm a hundred percent that that person you spoke about, where I've had in four years. So pretty much, twenty nineteen, when Evie was born, was when I hired my first business mentor. It was like, right, fuck it, I need to. I've got somebody else to provide for. I need to stop thinking small. I need to invest in, in mentors to get me to that next level. So I, I, like I said, went through, you know, a year with one, six, eight months with another, another six months with another one. I literally got to the stage where I'd been in your coaching for maybe uh, it was a six-month mark actually I was in, in month five and I think I had one more payment to you and I said hey bro just let when does this like renew because just, just so you know I don't need a call I don't need to chat about whether <laughs> I'm in or not like just literally set up the payments and keep this rolling um, because I, what I find it um, it's the strategies and it's the personal approach like you've got the portal which has everything built in there but also you've got those check-in calls and you've got the accountability in the group that is just it's a little bit different from what we had it's not like just a jump on an hours call or group based where it's like go watch these trainings in the vault and then you don't really hear anything it's like it's a good combination of the face-to-face time with you or one of the success coaches plus the group accountability and the actual check-in saying actually Liam the, the, the wolf of wall street as we call him um, <laughs>
1: i was about to mention it there yeah as, as, as something but yeah go for it
0: he um he messaged yesterday tagged me saying hey just checking in what's going on this week because i've been a little bit more quiet because i basically know what to do this week it's just a case of me implementing so i've been quiet in the group but he done that little check-in yesterday just saying hey how's everything going and i still need to reply to him but at least i know he's thinking about me and like hey i haven't heard from all this week what's happening there and it's that like you said, it's a bit more current, but you've also got the strategies. And for me, like, I don't really need like the one hour call every fortnight or every month or every week or whatever it is. Like, I just needed the plan of like, here's your marketing calendar for the next four to six, eight weeks, whatever. Like, just build these, launch this, think about this. Like, that's how, that's what I love about it. Just let you, I know what to do. And if I go slightly off track or I'm busy, I know I can just push it back a week and then it extends that plan out. But I know I've always got the support there and I've got the plan in placement. And that's, that's my experience of why it's different. It's like every little thing is a little bit next level versus anywhere else I've been. Uh, and your plan is
1: 100% your plan. It's not yeah. like there's no two coaches inside the private coaching who have the same plan. You tell us what assets you have in terms of followers, email lists, not email lists, or whatever you do or don't have. We also ask, you know, what are you comfortable with? What is your goals? What what does your lifestyle look like? Your perfect lifestyle inside and outside of business. We're not going to put tons on your game plan over the course of the weekend if your game plan is to find time to be with your family at, at the weekend, you know? Like yeah. we build it 100% custom to everybody. And then like you were saying there, you, you actually just like having that updated plan. Like here, here's here's what I'm working on, fill in the blanks, basically. Like you're yeah. super efficient yeah. with, with your time. um But what we have in place just for context for for anybody for easiness of understanding of what you were saying with the, the check-in calls, even clients that have been with us for three or four years now, they still get a call every, every eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So they still get a, do you want to jump onto a one-to-one call? Jump onto a one-to-one call, map out the next six to eight weeks. And then they know every single thing that they're doing to maximize that time, um, and I suppose yeah, that that's probably quite a, a differential. But I I honestly have no clue what other mentors do. Yeah. I I have no clue. I I don't know if they do calls or don't do calls. I just know that I looked at it as this is the most efficient way to get people results. Yeah. Is to literally map out their entire game plan for them so there's no guesswork point them only in the direction of things that are perfect for them. And then on the other side of it, hold them to a super high level of accountability. Yeah. You know? No, 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 no. And that that's why the Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> Liam he has the system of every single week it's the the win challenge goals goes into the group. If you do not answer, you get tagged. And if you do not answer your tag, you get a DM. Oh, and okay. so it's yeah. like you, you you can't get away from it. You know, yeah. if if you're if you're gonna fall fall off in any which way, then we're gonna
0: pick you back up very quickly. Yeah, I'm gonna test that out. I'm not gonna reply to his tag. I'm gonna <laughs> see if I get a DM, <laughs> which I know I will. Like if you said it happens, I know it's gonna happen. So I'm just gonna wait yeah. for that before I actually reply. Saying, nah, I'm good, mate. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Killer, man. Killer. So mate, obviously you've worked with lots of coaches over the years. We, you've got a lot of high level coaches in your your group now actually a lot of the, the guests on this series of the podcast is people that I've known for years through social media but then I can see them posting in your group and I follow them more and like you know interact with them more and um, so a lot of the people who actually the coaches who are on this third series will have been in your your coaching as well but um what would you say would be like the sort of me and i guess mistakes that people make or things that they're not considering whenever they come into coaching or you know if they're not even thinking about coaching like what is the common things you see on social media from trainers who haven't had mentoring that could easily be fixed
1: so if they if they haven't had mentoring the main thing that i see that is wrong is complete shiny object syndrome continuously mm-hmm. and yeah. even if they find something that wins like something goes really, really well, they go, that was great, what will I do next? And there's never a, so how can I do this more frequently or get more people through it? Which by the way, I was about to say it's the simplest way to look at business growth. It just is, that is what business growth is. Like consistent, predictable business growth is taking the things that work well and either doing them more frequently or getting more people through them each time you do them. Simple as that. And so what everybody should be looking for is a very small number of strategies that work really well for them that they can do every single month without fail and they can have a level of certainty in each and every single one that they do going forward that hey things can fluctuate but there's going to be results on the back of each of these you know and so if you run you know if you if you run a certain offer that you put out there every single month then you can go right well i know i'm going to get between three and like let's say eight clients off the back of this offer when I repeat it and use the different templates you know I can get in that bandwidth each time every time I do a five-day free challenge this is what I expect on the other side of it or if you've got a lead magnet this is what I expect on the weekly on the other side of it and so when you've got these strategies that you've cherry-picked for yourself or somebody's cherry-picked on your behalf then all you have to do is have a little bit of trial and error initially to see which ones are going to work. But as soon as you find winners, triple down upon them and just like, just go, that is the one for me. I run a weekly webinar, like the webinar I did it once. It was only meant to be once between Christmas and new year. It went so well. I was like, I'm going to do this every single week and I'm never going to turn my ads off. And I don't, I never turn my ads off. As soon as I'm live on Monday morning, my time, the ads start filling up the next one. Yeah, Like literally there'll be like five people signed up for next week's one by the time I'm off that live. Yeah, and no. it's, be- it's because I found that that's a really, really efficient way for me to get, you know, a hundred to 150 people typically, now it's between 150 and 200, signing up every single week, then jumping onto a live with me, a percentage of them booking calls and the rest of them go onto my email list, and become a place where I can, at a very low cost, generate leads and sales on the week to week. So if you haven't been coached before, the biggest piece of advice I can say to you is just be very, very cautious of that every third or fourth post that you see on Instagram is an advert telling you that there's only one way to grow a coaching business, and it's a completely different way from the last thing that you heard. Everything works, but only some things are going to work for you. And you have to find the ones that work for you, be hyper aware of them and triple down upon them. As soon as you see any element of success with it, zone in on it. How can I improve it? How can I just make this more efficient? And how can I do it more often? And if you have been mentored by other people or you're thinking of going into coaching, the one thing that I'll say, and this this is also to be wary of us as well, right, is that you have to make sure that the person that you work with is 100% aligned with the type of lifestyle that you want to create. Otherwise it can be that sort of hard hitting. There's only one way to live your life and the way to live your life is my life. Right. And it can be, it can be absolutely put upon people. And then the other thing is, is the strategies used within this mentorship in line with how I want to see my business being ran three years from now. Yeah because there there's like, I want to grow my business, but then there's, well, do you want it to be built upon strategies that you don't want to still be using two or three years from now? So you have to build a business that you're comfortable with now that you're, you're going to want to still run in three years time. Otherwise you're going to be basically pulling the rug away from yourself. You're going to get a bit of growth potentially from the strategies that you really hate. You're going to hate the process of doing it. You might make a little bit more money whilst you do it. But in that moment where you say, I'm not doing this anymore, well, you're going to have to pull the rug away from yourself and start, start again anyway. So you may as well start again now and build a business based upon strategies and the lifestyle that you want now rather than two or three
0: years down the line and having to start from scratch. Yeah, man, makes sense. Makes sense. And that's, I think, the, the spot where I'm now at, where i booked a call with Liam at the end of the month. And it's literally like, to run through like right, what's really worked. Like I know what's worked and it's like, right, can we get a rough idea of the eight weeks where I'm just going to repeat them? And obviously I'll get the feedback from the group of, oh, is there anything new that we can add in or anything that we think we can do? But where I kind of know like repeatedly throughout the year, like this is where I can push this or this is where I can do that or this is where I can have a slight offer here or a, a certain funnel running here and like just literally maximizing that where I know it's repeatable and you know it it all works basically so that that's where i'm at man. and it's it's took me a while to get there but now i feel like i'm really in that groove with it you know yeah i i sorry sorry i was
1: like jumping in on you there i hate, hate when people do that on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um i i was just kind of excited there when you were like because if there's anything new i literally like two or three hours ago I just uploaded um two new offer templates to the um to the portal but I'll show you them afterwards because they are absolutely perfect for you okay. just dive <laughs> in take I d- just put them, put them out there tomorrow do it like they're yeah, they're yeah.
0: dying yeah, yeah yeah killer man and that that's what I love is you're always adding little things in like I was set for December to be quite a quiet month and then you throw the training on, you know, getting a sort of mid-tier product where it's not just one-to-one coaching, it's more of a group-based. And then my hybrid coaching was born and we, like the women in there are loving it. It's getting killer results, killer community. And it's one of the best things I've, I've implemented in terms of the amount of people I can impact while still, you know, having it more affordable for them. So that's, that was killer. And I was like, at that point, that's where I was like, He's just, he didn't have to do this before Christmas. Like, and obviously, it was a few weeks' work to get everything running and get the whole idea running and get it sold into before Christmas and get people coming in. But I was like, at that stage, I was like, right, I'm signing up for like at least another six months to a year of this. Let's just tell him right now that he's got me for life here, pretty much, you know? (laughs) I mean, that's killer. And it's good to see. And that's one one thing that I do love with it um, as well. But one thing I want to talk about as well because obviously we're doing a 12 episode maybe might push it slightly more series of this podcast because I find the previous where I ran it was I would try to do one episode a week if I didn't have something scheduled then I'd scramble to get a guest then book it in my calendar really randomly Mm -hmm. whereas this time I thought right I don't want to run this all year I want to have set where I'll Worked like hell for three, four weeks here now to record twelve episodes. Like I've got three of them on today. I've got you, Hattie Boyle, and Sharif, and like I'll find that that's probably going to work better for me than having so like so many potential podcasts through the year. But you've went one step above. Like one one episode a week was pretty good for me to hit in the first series. Didn't quite do it in the second series. You've now gone and you've released a daily podcast including weekends, like no days off. And I have to say, even though I'm in the private coaching, I listen to every single one. So it's been, I actually Googled it when we started. It's been 68 days since the start of the year. So you're 68 episodes deep and you're still going. Like, how do you find that motivation to give out free content for something that's potentially so time-consuming for you to sit and record, you know, between, it could be 10, 10 to 60-minute episodes that go out for free. Well, a, a couple of things for, for the motivation behind
1: it. The the first thing was a bit of like a realization point last year. I I actually had a podcast anyway, but I hadn't uploaded an episode since maybe February of the year. And continuously, including October, November, and December, everybody that signed up was like, oh, yeah, I binged the podcast. I binged the podcast. I binged the podcast. And I, I found that it was something that was always coming through that people that had listened to the podcast were people who were ultimately signing up to the to the coaching and yet there was no new episodes there at all they were just going back to old episodes so that was like a big realization point i was like i I need to do more of that and then it came to december and i was like mapping out my goals for for 2022 and i was like you know what like i i'm in a position now that like I'm happy with, I'm comfortable with, I've got big goals. I'm like, I'm an obsessive person, but I know that like I far surpassed any goals I had when I was younger, right? Far surpassed it now. And so I was like, this year is just going to be the year of impact. Like how much impact can I make on coaches, whether they're working with me or not working with me? And I thought probably the best way to do it is to give them an absolute abundance of um of super actionable strategies to the point in which i put the pressure on myself and i literally came came up with this on i think it was uh december 30th i went out and i put it i put it into my stories i decided to do a daily podcast 365 episodes for 365 <laughs> days so that it held myself to accountability and i quickly like went and batch created like three or something like that and got them scheduled in. And, and that was us off and rocking. And now I can't get out of it. (laughs) Right, (laughs) So I I can't get out of it. That that's, that's true, but it it's weird. It it's become something that I, that I've actually really enjoyed putting together. It's also been a, a really interesting learning curve about like human behavior and also how podcasts work to make the charts. So we're now, We've had a few times that we've been uh, in the top 10 in the UK now for marketing podcasts and in the top 50 for business, but we're like we're number two right now in Croatia wow. <laughs> for, 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 for marketing it's like I, I've got no idea it's like me and I don't know Lukas Modric's podcasts <laughs> or something <laughs> right who, who knows like uh, like what what I'm competing with. but anyway, um like we we make a lot of charts now, but we don't do tons of promotion for it. And so what what I've realized is is that uh, a big part of what helps you uh, make the charts is um, how many episodes somebody watches. Do they come back for multiple episodes? Do they binge multiple episodes in one sitting uh, more than time consumed? right? And that, well, that's what I can see as the patterns anyway. So my look at that was, well, right, what we'll do is we'll start doing mini series. So we do now mini series of like seven things. And instead of doing a 45 minute podcast, I break them down into like five minutes. And so people will go and binge like four or five episodes in, in one sitting. And then that day, I spike up in the, in the charts all over the place and suddenly, like, we've got new eyeballs and new people are discovering us and and all sorts. So I've really enjoyed that side of things. Sure, there's times when I'm like, oh, like, I haven't got anything in. And I literally need to go and batch create like seven or eight or nine of them back to back. Yeah. But I just, you know, in those moments, you just roll up the sleeves and you just go, it's going to be two hours. It's going to be two hours. And then scheduling it all is going to be an hour. Because I, don't, I never do a second take. If I make a mistake, if I cough, if I laugh, if I mess up, I just laugh about it and then I just continue on. Yeah. And so I, I literally never do a second take because I don't have the time to do it. <laughs> so I'm like, it, it just is what it is. That's what's going to go out, the uncut version. And so I know it's like a three-hour commitment per, per week. It's like two hours of recording maximum, an hour of scheduling maximum, and it's done. So as long as I'm efficient with it, I can maybe be done in two hours. So it doesn't have to be too scary If yeah. you're looking at it like that, like really mathematical, if you will. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And like,
0: I will have spiked your Australian listens today because I listened to two back-to-back <laughs> of the new mini series about the, the funnels you can implement. Um, and yeah. I've done both them back-to-back. It was the perfect sort of 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes from my drive to work this morning. And um, yeah, it was like, it's easy to digest they're, they're simple to the point and there's a lot of stuff me even though I'm in the private coaching you'll say something I'll launch in my head and I'll be like oh yeah like I don't know if I've heard that mentioned before but that would that's a great idea or that's a good reminder to go back and do that one thing that Neil mentioned eight weeks ago or 12 weeks ago you know um so for me even though I'm in and I've got full access to you as part of the coaching, I'm still listening to the episodes, and I'm enjoying them, and I'm after, I'm actually binging them. So it proves your theory right about uh, how people listen to these. Yeah, absolutely. the bi- the bingeable
1: aspect is really interesting with like human behavior. Like, I, I don't know, I I just love watching statistics, and I just love seeing like what makes people tick. Like, is it a certain color of something gets people to react more than another color? Is it like remember? I, I don't I don't know if this was um before you joined the private coaching or afterwards, but when we realized that pretty much the the best performing um Facebook advert for basically anything you can do is, simple color background with simple text in the middle of the image and like everybody's trying to create all these like flamboyant images and they're like super edited and everything and then you realize oh actually it's it's as simple as that
0: yeah (laughs) right and it's not
1: to say that always beats everything but a lot of the time like about 80 percent of the time people will show us their ads and that's the one that's performing best and so it's like that, that's like a really cool moment for me when I just look at the statistics, like there's guesswork of like why things work and why things don't, but then you look at statistics and it's just like really interesting how, how what makes humans click. And then I look at the podcast side of things and I'm not as interested in like the recording and the scheduling. I'm more interested in going into um, going into uh, Libsyn and looking at the stats of which episodes were downloaded. What Was, was it a long name or was it a short name? Mm-hmm. And was it because it was a mini series or was it because it was a guest? I'm looking at those different stats between them and trying to almost gamify it. You know, it is gamification. It's like, yeah. I'm looking at it like a game now. It's like, how can we get from that many listens uh, on average per week to that many listens average per week, basically without marketing, <laughs> right? Yeah. We, we, we mention it now and again in our stories and we'll send out one email per week about one episode. That's it but it grows all this time. So yeah, I'm assuming it's because people are talking about it and also
0: because it's now charting that people are discovering it a little bit as well. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice. And hopefully you get some Aussie listeners. There's a lot of coaches listening and hence why I got you on to do this because a lot of coaches follow me and a lot of coaches listen to the podcast from what I've gathered over the two series. So this, and I think Graham's one, which will have been earlier in the season, um, are aimed at the coaches for how they can better their business and everything else. And hopefully you get some of those guys jumping in to the the daily podcast. And just like you said, binging, they'll probably have about, by the time this comes out, they'll have about 90 episodes to catch up on. So there's going to be a lot of binging if they do. (laughs) Yeah. I'm
1: definitely going to be screenshot it if it's like you're charting in Australia.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely, man! It's such a big. It's country definitely going to be a hundred percent
1: off the back of this because I, I don't know how else it would be.
0: I mean, I've got a big poll here. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. Um, just to finish, me, like I've got one question that I've I'm going to try to remember to ask all the guests. Like I nearly forgot to ask you there now, so I need to get better at remembering. But. If you could go back in time ten years and give a younger version of you one bit of advice, what advice would you give yourself?
1: Uh, go into a business that you actually have any sort of idea around would probably be my my <laughs> first because yeah that that four four years could have killed me at any stage. Um, but also, oh man, it 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 can honestly like my my two pieces of advice could honestly be. Completely counterintuitive to each other because <laughs> on one side, I should have never gone into a business that you know I had no experience in running exhibitions. I literally to this day it was called the S F N Expo. I don't know what Expo stands for. Genuinely, <laughs> um, I have no clue, and so it it put myself in a terrible position because I had no contacts or anything. So everything was starting stage. Nobody trusted me because I was a twenty one year old that had never ran an exhibition before. I put myself in a terrible position. But you know what, on the other side of it, I forced myself to become, and you know that I never talk like this, but to become really good at something, like Mm -hmm. I had to become really good to get myself out of a really dark place. Mm -hmm. And it was just, there, there was no other option. And so I studied marketing like a maniac. And it was like, I would work all day and then all night I would study and then I'd work all day and all night I would study. And um, on the other side of it, you know, marketing's become a thing that has landed me in my dream job that I'm massively passionate about. And now where people are like, oh, man, like, how how do you do this? And how do you do this? And, like, when we put our live events together, like, how do you you find time to arrange this type of stuff? Honestly, I could do everything I do now standing on my head because of what I did back then. You know, when you put yourself in a really tough position – like my dad's not a business owner or anything. Like he worked in a fish factory, then worked um, in uh, a fish farm. <laughs> Loves fish. Um, <laughs> but uh, he he said something to me that was just absolutely awesome. I, I said to him about like how tough things got back then. And he said, really simply, it never hurts anybody to be in that position. And I was telling him how much it hurt me to be in that position. And his point was, look look. basically all of what that can do for you as like a good outcome as well and you know i was always looking back at that time as like negative 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 and sometimes when you put yourself in the darkest places and you put yourself under the most amount of pressure even like my behavior hasn't changed Posting on new year's eve or the day before that i'm gonna do a 365 podcast. <laughs> like put, putting yourself in a position where you can't get out of it without losing face basically um yeah. When you put yourself in those tougher positions, you're always going to come out the other side, you know, leaps and bounds above where you would ever be if you were trying to take the absolute easiest route. It's like you you said there at, uh, at the start of the podcast about, um, you know, I'm going to work like a maniac for three or four weeks. Well, the great thing is, is that you probably work really hard all the other time as well. But by putting yourself under so much pressure now and again for a week here and there, it actually will probably make the rest of the time seem so seamless. It's yeah. almost like, this is like a time off for me, right? Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. like doing like an eight, eight to 10 hour day. And you're like, man, I love a part-time job. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like, it's so it's so smooth and easy to run with um, because you've put yourself under that pressure. And I feel the same after we do the live events. The live yeah. events in the run up to them takes so much time and energy to arrange and put everything together to show up, to deliver them. And I obviously have to fly from New York to the UK to do them as well, but on the other side of it, I come back to my normal working week, and again, I feel like I'm back in a part-time job, even though it's probably to other people like, "Wow, you get you get a lot done in a day, don't you?" But to me, it's like, well, it was it's way easier than what I did for the last three. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, for... So I, I I know that that was absolutely like useless um to to share that because I literally said. Uh, to take the easy route and then I said about the benefits of taking the hard route (laughs) but when I look back at where I was 10 years ago I was in that terrible space and hey it was the worst time in my life and at the same time it bred the dream business you know and the dream life that you know I, I can never be ungrateful for the position I'm in I feel very lucky for it because I never wanted to be a marketer I just became one because somebody asked me to do a Facebook ad
0: campaign yeah killer man killer man and that's that's great advice to both sides of that and that experience you've been through and guys if anyone's listening and they want to know about Neil's experience with that past business he goes into detail on all the aspects of getting that up and running and how it affected him on the previous episode so just look through season two and you'll find it um I might even put the link in the description uh or this as well but Neil If people have enjoyed this, they want to find out more about you or the podcast, how do they get in touch? How do they find a podcast and how do they move things forward? Well,
1: for the podcast, it's The Shoney Show. So it's S-H-O-N-E-Y for Shoney. Uh, So The Shoney Show, it's on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify and basically anywhere, I think, where they host podcasts. Uh, And then if you want to indulge in some other information, I I post every single day with different ways to generate leads and sales online on instagram is probably the best place that's where i'm most consistent with every single day there's there's golden nuggets that we put out there uh, that are super usable so that's at neil choney mac on instagram and you can totally feel free to
0: to reach out to me in the dms if you want to bounce any ideas about anything perfect and i will put the clickable link in the description for that so that people can just literally edit and go and find they don't need to remember that um and hopefully mate, we get that spike in australia that we talked about on the on the, the daily <laughs> podcast love it thanks so much my man awesome and thank you for jumping on a late notice me that shows the professionalism and everything where literally i messed up and you're like bro i can do it now it's all good like let, let give me three <laughs> minutes and you're literally on within three minutes <laughs> it's all good that's why i look like a mess but i'm all, all good I appreciate it, man. And don't worry, you look beautiful, my man. So all good. <laughs> Cheers thank, you for your, thank you for your time, buddy. And I'll see you on in the private group. Speak soon. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of The O Show. If you know somebody who needs to hear this episode today, please share this with them via message or on social media. Don't forget to also take a screenshot and share it on your story and tag me at Oriel so we can continue to go the podcast and help more people change their lives with the advice given here. Also, keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes as that helps people who normally wouldn't listen to the show find it and get the O Show in their ears and drive the podcast forward to help more people around the world with the advice here. Have a great day and I will speak to you soon.